That was me, that one. Pretty good, eh? Oh. Hey. Hey. This is as you say, a bob. This, this one's bob. good. This song slaps. Whatever happened to Bruno Mars, man? He hasn't done anything in like the past year. Yeah, he was holding on to like the features for a while. And yeah. Then... And he was just a good dancer, and he just poof, gone. He'll come back. 100%. He's way too much talent to sit dormant. How old is he? I don't even know. I don't know, but he could sneeze. It would be a art, man. <laughs> um, the reason we picked this song, by the way, is because I don't really know what today's topic yeah, is. Yeah, I literally just told Dan that I'm, t- I'm going to be talking about me being lazy. Yes. That's it. And so I picked the lazy song by That's Bruno Mars. Very fitting. <laughs> okay, Amar, what do we got? So I have a problem, man. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I like this, though. Let's go. I've got an answer. <laughs> I feel like you. Solution. <laughs> um, you know, I first of all, I think on the podcast always, and I don't want this to ever be confused, right? Mm-hmm. Is like we don't we sure we a lot of times help each other out and have a lot of the answers, but a lot of times we have our own problems too. You know, we have our own problems oh, of yeah. like not being productive enough, not being uh, you know, uh, our mental like therapists need therapists too. Is, right. Is the phrase. So what you're saying is we are always dishing out advice. Yeah. Sometimes we need advice ourselves. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree with that. And sometimes you just need to not internalize things. You just need to kind of like just open them up, you know, let them out in the world. And uh, hopefully someone can help you. Someone can show you new insight, new yep. perspective. And that's really what Dan's here for. And uh, today, you guys. Today I am a Mars doctor. He's my shrink. What's bothering you, Amar? What's a shrink? I don't know, but I've always heard that. I just pictured little people like, hey, what's the problem? <laughs> Come on, take a seat on my couch. That's nah, not a problem. Yeah, shrink it. Make it smaller. <laughs> you want to talk about real problems? The way they fix everything yeah. is just, ah, just yeah, shrink yeah. it. Come on, I'm a shrink. Just shrink it. Look at me. Oh, that's actually like my biggest pet peeve. And they do this in a country called Jordan. Oh my God. They have like one of their very popular phrases is, ah, don't worry, it's not a problem. Literally like you could be like going to like a customer service. Yeah, and they just say, ah, it's not a problem. That's not so a problem. Like, like, hey, listen, like, my computer oh. won't start. That's ah, not a problem. Ah, don't worry about it. Well, it kind of is. Like, nah, that's not a problem. It's only a problem in your head. You're making it a problem. Literally, like we were like late for like, we were doing a bus tour in Jordan and then we were late for our airplane. I'm like, yo, we're late for our airplane. Ah, don't worry about it. It's, <laughs> we'll get there. It's like, no, bro, we're not. Like, there's no I way. That, that's like the <laughs> number one rule of when someone comes to you for help Ugh. is to never say, ah, it's not even a problem. Like, don't dismiss it, you know, or minimize it. The worst. Yeah. So I'm okay. Just warning so t- you, don't do that now. <laughs> tell me what's bothering you, because I'm sure eh, that's not even a problem. Yeah. At first, you're like, is this a humble brag? No, it's literally there's no humble brag to it. It's just it's just humility, just humbleness. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, so I have a problem, and I thought I was just lazy, mm. right? Like maybe I'm just a lazy guy. You know, like there's so many big things that I want to do. There's so many things I want to accomplish, right? There's many. Let's let's let me stop yeah. you there. Yeah. Can stop. I call you Omar? Hi, Amar. Mr. Uh, Abdul. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. So, first off, laziness has many sides to it. Yeah. Okay, you don't cut the grass on Saturday. You're lazy. Mm. You don't clean up after yourself. You're lazy. I think what it already sounds like to me is you're basing this off of career motivation. Yeah. 
Okay. Continue. So career motivation, but also like, I guess, personal management is like, was a thing like, you know, like, yeah, it's just like being timely with my own kind of things that I want to do. Right. Like, let's say a small little thing I want to accomplish is I want to go out to restaurants, just reach out to restaurants and kind of do some photography for them. Mm -hmm. Get to know the rest chefs. Right. I've done that before, but I want to do that on a more like professional scale, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but there's bigger things than that that I really want to do. I just feel like I don't do enough, right? And I'm committed to changing it. Like, I want to know how to change it. Okay. But I never knew why why I don't do things. Like, I, why is it that, I don't know. Like, I, I know I want to change this. I know I want to reach mm. out to restaurants. Why don't I reach out to restaurants? I see. Okay, I get this. And we've talked about it a lot in this podcast of like, you know, I hang out with so many friends. I have so many friends. Yeah. And I think we're now seeing a negative impact on having so many friends or wanting to chill all the time, like with friends. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm not actually lazy. What I am is I'm so like my need to be around people, my extrovertness right my need to just always be with people is the thing that holds me back okay so right go ahead let me let me stop you there yeah yeah, yeah please because I, I i heard a little nugget of what you just said there of, of like why like there's a lot of stuff i want to do yeah. but like why can't i do it okay we're gonna give you some uh some therapy music here okay this is it this, at least this is this is my take on it okay yeah um we have this vile or we have this uh meter in us mm. of energy and inspiration and motivation every day it gets refilled when we go to sleep and we wake up again now when you have a lot of friends and you're very social social being social is more draining than you think it's taxing yeah so you wake up thinking today i want to film two videos or i want to go take photos of three restaurants mm-hmm. uh but i'm also grabbing lunch with my buddy i'm grabbing a, a breakfast with uh this girl i'm interested in yeah well you're you're packing so much in that by the time you get to taking photos you've already convinced yourself you've done enough for the day yeah but you've only done enough for personal amar not for career amar so i look at it as like okay i go to the gym in the morning i cannot let that energy that i'm using at the gym to affect my energy in videos Mm. Because those are two different worlds. If I'm going to do that for myself, I have to make sure I keep this up. Mm. So we tend to look at our life and say, why aren't we here? First off, terrible, because most likely that's coming from a comparison yeah. we're trying to make. Why aren't I here yet? When is it my turn to get here? Mm. You know, the, the truth is you're moving at a pace that your body is comfortable with. Yes, you can push it. You, you can always push it. Yeah. But... Is it sustainable and do you want it bad enough? Yeah. If you don't, then I suggest trying to find another angle that is fulfilling. So that, uh, I mean, just saying that of like the pace that you're talking about, that's something I've come to terms with of like, I like, you know, running the marathon. Like I not, I'm not comfortable with it, but like I trust the fact that moving at this pace makes me move for a longer distance, makes me go for, 20, 30 that more too. years, right? It's that a, too. It's more of a marathon. You're not wearing I need to up. have these little mm. short spurts of a sprint within the marathon. So 
you nailed it there. You could either sell yourself, sell your soul, as I like to say, and give people what they want when they want it immediately now. Yeah. Okay? You could go for the image of being the cool guy. You could talk about sex and drugs, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll get a, a pretty cool reputation pretty quick, okay? Yeah. The difference is I, I've i kept my career family-friendly yeah. and clean. I ran the marathon mm. because I saw that if I want to have longevity in this, if I'm talking about sex and drugs when I'm 21, that's going to get old really quick when I'm 27. Yeah. It's like, well, I've been talking about sex and drugs for six years. No, yeah. but if I'm doing family-friendly stuff that parents can watch, kids can watch, advertising get behind, that's the goal. Yeah. It's always smarter. And this sounds bad. Follow your passion, okay? Um, but if you can get things done in a little bit of a different way, sacrifice just a little bit yeah. and get funding for it or, or get a push and make a career out of it, might as well do that route in my opinion. Yeah, like the, you're saying the sustainability is taking that little hit it can't on always, making it more long-term. You have to think, well, we all look at things of, I wish it was this way. Yeah, I know how to get there, so I'm going to do it my way. You're going to figure out pretty quick that you're not 100% right. No, yeah. th- You know what drives me nuts is there's people in the YouTube world, and I see them tweet all the time that they talk with such confidence, like they know it works. And, and to me, I'm like, look, man, that's not... Uh, that that may work for you or did at one point. Yeah. It's but not like, going to work forever. <clears throat> um, and the market decides you don't decide. Exactly. Like even YouTube's algorithm yeah. will decide that. But you have to sacrifice things if it's going to propel you even further. Yeah. So for me, I could easily uncensor my stuff and say the F word and say a bunch of swear words and be cool because I say it. I'm still saying the word. I'm just bleeping it. Yeah, And that originally started because I thought it was so funny. And I'm so glad I did that because you get unmonetized now for swearing. Brands won't touch you if you're swearing and being vulgar. Mm. Um, so it's about future thinking. Yeah, exactly. So, but I, I'd imagine in your experience of having this like long marathon, mm-hmm. right? There's like that, uh, man, I'm saying these weeks, I'm saying this word a lot of like the ebb and flow of like the, on the come down, you're like, well, maybe this is the moment where I should just do this instant, you know, thing, which is a false yeah. play, like a false mm-hmm. thing to do. But sometimes you get into that place of saying like, well, maybe this, I need that push to just get me up a little, which is very wrong. I need that sprint. I need that. It could be done in a good way. Right. But uh, it's dangerous because it could put you in a negative place where, okay, well, maybe if I swear for like a, you know, if I talk about sex, drugs and rock and roll for six months, It'll push me up a little, right? right? Not seeing that it might mess you up in the whole. You know long-term. what it's like? Yeah. It's like if you're playing a race car game, okay, and you you just unlock NOS, yeah. stuff that makes you fast, okay? Yeah. And you're driving, you're trying to beat this mission, you got to beat this car, and you use your NOS at a straightaway. Mm. So you go really fast, and then you're out of NOS, and then you see the guy catching up, and you're like, oh my God, I've got nothing left because I've already used it. Yeah. It's about tapping and just using the NOS every little so often around specific corners. And, and making it last. Yeah. Um, it, it could also be bad, but you're right. Like it, it, the pace of following a career will always change. You don't always have to play the long game. For example, sometimes when I feel I need validation, mm-hmm. okay, I'll go on Instagram and I'll post a picture. Yeah. And what started as innocent 
validating myself by getting likes turned into that is my value. Yeah. It's a very slippery slope when you do those sprints, as we're calling it. Because then I would start posting on Instagram thinking, oh, okay, that felt good. That felt good. Look at all these people liking it. Oh, I got a comment. Great, great, great. Oh, no, it's calming down. Okay. Okay, I got to post something else. Okay, now, okay, there, it's back again. And I got this, like, rush, you know? Yeah. And you just have to watch for these things that start to develop inside of you that yeah. you may not even realize couldn't could maybe not be healthy for you, you know? Yeah, because that's what I'm realizing is, like, that my need for instant gratification, right, of hanging out with friends, feeling good with chilling Where with friends. Where does that come from? Right? That need for instant gratification has tremendously outweighed the the need to put my head down and play the long game, right? Okay, you lost me. So, like, the need for, like, like I don't know, let's say, let's say you, I don't know, if I want to talk to restaurants, since we're using that example, of, like, the need of sending 100 emails to 100 different restaurants, right, or going and meeting with, a hundred restaurants and yeah. 93 of them will say no. Seven of them will say yes. Yeah. Three will fall through. You get three in the end. It's a long game, right? Yeah. And you don't get the instant gratification of, yeah, if I chill with my friends, I'll be happy now. Does that make sense? It's it does, g- but it's two, it's two different things. It's kind of like when people are like bothered by like school or whatever, like a four year university degree, right? Of just like, it's hard to like think of like the long game, right? And okay. like putting in the work yeah. for four years, right? When there's like other things that are just like okay. If I'll, you play the video game now, I'll you'll feel you happy now. I'll help you out with this, right? Whereas if you do the work now, you might not get paid now, which is okay. Like I understand that, but right, it's not instant gratification, right? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Now it does. I think uh, a relatable thing is I was 21 and I got a letter from the government saying. You have to move to the States. I was, I was going through my permanent residency yeah. to become a U.S. citizen. And they said, you have to either move to the States and live here for 30 consecutive months or we take it away. Damn. And at 21, I, I had my friends here. I was seeing a girl here. Why would I want to get, why would I want to get U.S. citizenship? I'm yeah. completely happy at 21. But I started talking to people that are older than me that were in the industry and they're like, Dan, trust me, you want to get your dual citizenship so you could work in the States, you could live there with no issues. Mm. And I made a decision, even though it didn't feel right at the time. I was like, I want to stay here with my friends. I want to stay here with the, with the girl at the time. But I forced myself to move to the States for like four to five years to get dual citizenship. Yeah, I didn't necessarily feel the, the gratification or the point at the time. But post, I'm like, oh my God, am I glad that I got it. Damn. And would have like changed your whole life. It would have changed my whole life because now I look at people and they're like, oh, so many people are trying to get dual citizenship and it's so difficult. You got to get sponsored. There's a wait list. And like, I already, I already got it. I already went through it. Wow. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I think a good way, I don't know. I'm like quick. I'm trying to realize if this is the best way. And I really think. For me, like I've always talked about how to deal with your problems and stuff. Of like, first you got to identify the problem. So I think w- the problem really is this like, it's not me being lazy or whatever. I-, I think like a good solution to this whole thing is if I need to be around people, like working out, 
this podcast, so many things, the way they work is when others keep me accountable for my actions. For example, this podcast, I've never ever missed a, you know, uh, an episode. Or if I had to miss, like if I really, really, really had to miss, I would have like planned for it, you know, weeks in advance. Right. So, are you saying that you will get you won't be lazy if, if there's other if I'm committed to someone, right? Because if people are involved, exactly. Because like, right. I'm now getting the instant gratification of like I'm meeting up with you, mm-hmm. right? It's just like it's not like I have to have a good hangout. Like if I'm extroverted, like if I get my energy with people being around me, right? Yeah. Why don't you use that as your power to to do more, right? So like. With this podcast, I've never missed an episode because nah, I've never missed an episode. But like, it's very hard for me to miss an episode because yeah. I, I'll feel like shit letting you down, right? Right. right. I'll feel like shit, like mm. you know, saying, "Yeah, I, I can't be here this time," right? And when I'm here, it's like I get to meet up with someone, I get to hang out with someone, we get to talk. Right. So, so this all stems back. We'll bring it back now to you not feeling, yeah, like you are doing enough to be where you want to be in your career. Exactly. Right. So like all in all with that, what we don't give value to, Mm. we do, we tend to not give value in self care Mm. and self care often comes in the form of non career things at all. Yeah. Self care for me was this weekend. I went for wings with my, my friends no phone, nothing, just grabbing wings, joking around, went for a walk after. Mm-hmm. That's self-care. Did I get any work done? No. Did I create content? No. Did I feel like that that meeting with my friends propelled me closer to being the top YouTuber? Not at all. Yeah. But what it did was it it took me away from this world that would otherwise consume me and brought me back to Dan Roto, which is needed sometimes. A good escape. I was talking on the weekend. I said, this at that meeting like or at that hangout um we were talking about pedicures yeah okay and how when you're growing up pedicures are so girly Mm. and you then now in 2019 you question you're like why are pedicures girly yeah because oh you're taking care of your nails look at you thinking why why is taking care of your nails girly like if you follow this rabbit hole of why why is i still haven't given a reason why it's girly self-care is girly why yeah, like we brush our teeth, we take care of our teeth. Like why is that not girly? You know what I mean? Teeth are nails in the mouth. Yeah, I don't know how I got here. That's a really good ass <laughs> line. Though. I like that. <laughs> but the reason why I felt it was okay to get pedicures was because I saw Travis Barker getting them. Yeah. And I was like, wow, my favorite drummer was so cool, covered in tats. He's getting a manager, he's taking care of himself. And it's like he doesn't even care what people say. Yeah. So I asked a friend, and he's like, no, why would I do that? Let's take toenail clippers and do it myself. I'm like, you're missing the point. Sometimes it's nice to sit in a chair and have somebody do that for you. Yeah. Take time away. Sometimes taking time away from your career is actually going to make you closer to your end goal. It's a 100%. weird. It's a weird thing, you know. No, yeah, we even kind of brushed up on it last last time. Otherwise, okay. you're going to burn yourself out. Burnout is so much more damaging than than, than the, the hour that you're going to take to hang out with your friends and not do anything career related. For sure, because burnout will give you writer's block. It's going to give you a crazy amount of uninspired feelings. Yeah. A laziness, if that's the term you want to use, will set in when you're burnt out because you're burnt out. You have nothing left in the tank. Yeah. You have to keep care. You have to take care of that tank by 
seeing friends and doing things you love. Yeah, and that's what so I've, that's what I've realized is like, man, that is, you know, though it could be the cause of the problem of like needing to see other people, mm-hmm. it's also the superpower that will make you work the most. Like for example, when I worked, you know, with others, uh, like in another organization or whatever, mm-hmm. I will never ever miss a day of work, right? And I'll do I could do sixty hours week after week, not a problem if there's other people around me. Right, that I get to interact with, that they get that to you see, like to be around. That I like to be around, right? Yeah, but like, okay. th- they'll they kind of push me to do better, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, I used to work at an organization called Ignite, favorite place to work. Why? Because the people were so good, and they push you to be better. And you don't want to let them down. I don't want to let them down because I guess I'm so extroverted. I don't want to let them down, so I would just keep pushing harder. And I never felt like I could ever come near burnout, but. I think because I want to start my own thing, right? Oh, totally because, different. Totally yeah, different. Because you're your it's own like, boss. Exactly. I'm my own boss. So yeah. instead of focusing now, I think, on being my own boss, now I'm like trying to focus on what if I bring in someone? What if I hire someone I okay, to okay. kind of keep me accountable so, to get that superpower going? No, it's, it, that won't. No? I don't think that'll work. Because when you bring someone in, all you're doing is you're adding a level of I got to make sure they have enough work. So I've got to work harder yeah. to keep them around. So wh- what you're saying is when you become an entrepreneur, so when you work for yourself, yep. I work for myself, you go through these stages of, I was unable to sit and watch TV. I was unable to sit and play Xbox because I would sit there and I would think I could be using this time to film a video, yeah. to edit. And it got to the point where any form of relaxation I thought was a waste of time mm. because ultimately I'm in control of my success. And if I'm stop working, then it's almost like if someone shuts off the factory, but you, you, know, you probably didn't see the burnout that's coming. And I got burned out. I felt the effects of burnout and it sucks, man. Cause there's nothing, it's like a waiting game, you know, like there's yeah. nothing you could do to really get back. I mean, I traveled and I got kind of re-inspired. Yeah. But I think it was because while I was traveling, I had meetups and just seeing people, respect my work and sort of appreciate my entertainment inspired me again. Um, But if you hire someone on to like, kind of like work when you're not working, I don't think it's going to help the cause because then you're going to be like, for instance, I've had people interested in working with me, even intern with me. And I get to the point where I'm like, I don't know what I would have them do. Yeah. I, 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 I'm such a, control freak with everything that I do that I wouldn't want to pawn it off to someone. Yeah, no, it's not for me. It's not even like to do the work. It's just like, if I were to start a podcast by myself, I would not have had the consistency that we've had ourselves over here. Why? Because I feel like, you know, I don't think it burns me out, but like, I think, you know, I don't want to let Dan down. You, right? you, you'd have and I don't to, want to let other people down. So it's like, you got to develop a skill. Yeah. Because you can't always rely on other people. Yeah. I know what you're saying. <sighs> like, like, like I, I never, you know, like I, it's, I, I get what you're saying. And I have to develop that skill of, of doing the work by myself. It's just like, you got to find fulfillment and accountability in your own actions. Exactly. That's and not, it. not in someone else's, right? Like that's exactly it. It is easier to say, I have to go to Toronto Monday mornings because Dan's going to be waiting. Yeah. And if I don't, then I'm wasting his time. I, I get what you mean. Like it, it's easier to, 
force yourself yeah. to do that. But even things like the gym, who's not what's not career related at all, yeah. it's taught me that I have to force myself to get to where I want to be. Certain things like that, again, not career related. You could find inspiration in non-career related things. For sure. It happens all the time, like Shot and Forgot, the series I do on YouTube. Yeah. It came from, I was sort of, I guess, burnt out. Look look at this track, okay? I was sort of burnt out. Mm. I was down with just life. I started making art. And then people started liking the art that I was posting. They're like, oh, you should sell it. Okay, so if I sell the art, I got to scan it. Mm. So I bought a scanner. And then with the scanner, it was a 35 millimeter film slide insert. And then I thought, this would be kind of cool to make a video, even though this had nothing to do with videos. Yeah. And now it's... 10 episodes in. It's a series now. Did you, did you do your 10th episode? No, that's going to be this week. Wow. Or when you're listening. Oh, it's a today. This week. Yeah. If you're listening, it might be out Sunday. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Can't wait, man. Episode 10, that's the one. It's the recap. Uh, there's some big things. Yeah, man. Me. I've been following closely of just like. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone out there because I was pretty close to do it. Of just, you know, the cork board with the push pins. Yeah, yeah. That's what locating. I think that's what episode <laughs> ten is probably going to be. Yeah, is something similar to that. Like, let's look where we've gotten location wise. You know. Yeah. Um, but you look at. We often tell ourselves we know what's best, and I'm not going to go camping this weekend. I've got too much work to do. And like, you could find inspiration in the weirdest friggin' places. Don't let your brain tell you, this is all a waste. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I, I believe that through and through. You know, yeah. but I also got to kind of balance it on the other side of saying like, okay, but like, are you actually gonna? Do more work mm-hmm. because of this. Okay. Um, so that was my little uh, problem. Yeah. Well, it's not, it, it is a relatable problem, but I think so many people deal with it. Yeah. That it's like, you know what? Is it a problem if everyone, let's say there is something in this world that everyone deals with. Is yeah, it is it really a, a problem? Is it really a problem or is it just a, a standard? I think problems are things, you, you know, if you can do something about it, it's a problem. Like, if it, you can do for, yeah for me it's not a problem that i'm five foot eight. Oh wait hold on healthy problems are things you can do something about unhealthy problems are like if i'm five foot eight and i feel like i need to get get more height five foot nine i need more height five foot ten i need to be six yeah i need to be six foot right like if i can't do anything about it that shouldn't be a problem no of course y- not. you know what i mean absolutely but i think some people unhealthily if you can't do something about it and they try okay to, look i don't know if, that if, you, if you have a problem and you're listening right now you have a problem look at it and what amar just said okay is it something you can control it's one of those corny ass lists we see floating around is there something you can do about it yes then do it is there something you can do about it no then don't worry <laughs> yeah it's like that thing you know it's as easy as that formula yeah the problem where it that formula kind of lacks is is there something you can do about it yes yeah and then it's kind of like, it's so hard. It's technical. I got to break through my nerves. You know, there's a lot that comes into play there. And then is it worth it to even fix the problem? Is it worth it that you could do something about it? And a lot of times, a lot of, oh, we need to do a bullying episode ASAP, man, because apparently problem solving mm-hmm. and like low problem solving skills yeah. is like a big thing that leads to people oh, bullying others because you don't know how to deal with the problem. Like, let's say a bully doesn't know how to deal with his parents splitting up or uh, right. don't know how to deal with her best friend passed away or something, right? Right. Um, and the lack of problem-solving skill 
uh, problem solving skills is a big thing that leads to bullying because you just think the easiest well, way it, is to gain that power or it's a physical is, thing like yeah. people it stands the test of time really that the strongest survive yeah right physically the strongest survive so people think if i bully if i cause harm i'm also causing intimidation i, I could see like they could go down a very mental route of like yeah hey this is the this is how we solve a problem or they can go through a physical route which is so much lazier yeah because you don't have to sit down and talk with the person you just have to push them into a locker and be like you're a dweeb yeah and i think the way to bring all this together really is like man more and more i'm just realizing that like you being uncomfortable is just how you're going to get to success like yeah i the, think so the yeah. thing that just leads to success is um uh, you know, again, it sounds corny, but like being out of comfort zone, feeling uncomfortable, that uncomfortable feeling that I have of, of not seeing people. But or, to, even that, like, has such a cliche to it. Yeah. Oh, to be successful, you got to be uncomfortable. Absolutely, you got to be out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. But just because you're doing something that makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean it's going to benefit you because it's out of your comfort zone. For sure. We've been told through motivational quotes that. Because we push ourselves and we're out of our comfort zone, that's where growth happens. And it yeah. does, but only if it's in the direction you want to go in, you know? Sure. I get very uncomfortable if I'm walking at night and I go down in a dark alley where there's, like, people shooting up. <laughs> yeah. But it's out of my comfort zone. And there's no success. And there's no real success or benefit there other than maybe I'll learn to go down alleyways more comfortably. Yeah. But... And I guess the other lie that we tell ourselves is, like, if you take the uh, the opposite of that, which is, like, Oh, if I'm comfortable, this is not going to help my success in any way, which is wrong. No, because talent is pretty comfortable. Yeah, if you have talent, it's the same. That's why it's a gift, man. Like, yeah, and if like you were saying, if you're hanging out with friends, it leads to success as well. It could lead to success as well because you're using your off time. You're you're regenerating that right creativity or regenerating yes, the happiness, yeah. the optimism, whatever it is. Like being uncomfortable in my world would be. Okay, I get a little nervous before doing an interview. Yeah. It, I'm uncomfortable, but it's putting me in a place that will help my career and it's helping me go to a place that I want to get to and it's making me better at interviewing. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think it means by you have to be out of your comfort zone. Just because you're not comfortable does not mean it's the steps for success. It's got to sure. have context to... Yeah, I think they're mostly talking about like, Trying something new, you know, yeah. being able to take the gamble on trying something new, whether it's shot or forgot, whether it's uh, and giving it else. time and giving it time. Like I wanted to stop shot and forgot after episode three, yeah, because I'm like, you know, it's not really getting views. And I talked to this woman Tara once a week who helps me. She goes, "No, Dan, you're not gonna ditch it because this is what you want to do is the instant gratification thing. You were hoping for instant gratification, yeah, and you got to do the slow game and and gain viewers, get them invested." And now I'm approaching episode 10 and I've got three times the amount of views that episode three had. Damn. You know, so it's like you have to give whatever you're doing time to breathe. Yeah. Because. Let it live. Oh my God. There's so many examples. If, if we were to build a house and we did it very fast, the first windstorm, the house is going to fall down because we didn't give time for the concrete to fully cure. Yeah. We didn't properly take measures or measurements. Mm. So some things require time 
Yeah. And we hate that. We hate hearing that because time requires patience. And again, we hate having patience. We want everything here and now. We live in a culture where we can get that with Amazon, with fast food. We can get it here and now yeah. on demand. And that's the problem is some things in life aren't always on demand. They require you to sit and wait. They require you to do consistent work. Yeah. They, could, they require you to grow as a person. Like people underestimate weight and time and letting things breathe. Yeah, I think Steve Jobs said that in like in the, one of his like graduation speeches or whatever, of like we can't connect the dots going forward, right? But looking back at it, we can see how all the dots are connected. Like, um, you couldn't when you got the scanner mm-hmm. for Shot and Forgot, you couldn't connect the dots. That's where right. it's going to lead you, right? Right to a Shot mm-hmm. and Forgot series. But looking back at it, you can easily connect the dots, right? Right. So a lot of times. You know, we don't see how things are connected and we don't see that letting it breathe and giving it the time it needs can get me somewhere. The hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight is Because, I mean, that's it is true because essentially you watch a movie, you can then go and recite the whole movie to someone. But if you haven't seen it yet, it's very difficult to say what's going to happen. Where it's going to go, yeah. So I get that. Uh, and that's, I guess, exactly that. Like, yeah. sometimes things, it's like, oh... If you look at people's biographies, like, and then I, Ellen, okay, Ellen's a perfect one. Her career tanked after yeah. she came out. And she's like, the phone never rang for like two years. Do you know how long those two years probably felt to Ellen? Oh. And now she's like the top daytime talk show host. It's Crazy. like, you look at, you look at people's biographies and those waiting periods are just kind of the calm before the storm. I think yeah. that's the best way to view it is if things are going your way and you're still propelling, you're still working towards it something's got to give and it will. Yeah, it's crazy. That's exactly how I've been looking at it for the last year or so is literally being in the storm, you know, um, in the beginning it was all chill. And then I went through like a whole big storm of like doing things and everything. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I was in the eye of the storm and now I'm going back through the storm. So are you going back through the storm? Yeah. I'm just like doing things. Oh, so in your sense, the storm's good. Yeah. Like the stormy part is good. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know, and, and, and like the middle of the eye of the storm is like, sure, it seems like there's nothing going on and it's all chill, but really, because you have coming. to let, let it breathe. Like you said, yeah, you let it breathe. Like, yeah, I look at this podcast. We're on episode 26 or something. Oh yeah. Something like that, man. We've probably hit 20. We've probably hit 30 now. Most of the, most podcasts that I've ever discovered We'll be at like, hey, welcome to episode 142. Yeah. It takes time. I just, I discovered this YouTube channel called Sailing Zatara. People ask me all the time, do you watch YouTube? No. Mm. It's, it's, is it bizarre? Not really, because I know a lot of YouTubers that actually don't. It's kind of like you staying at work past 6 p.m. Yeah. Because I just like it. I just want to hang out. I live on YouTube. I don't want to hang out there. I don't want to watch other creators doing the same thing I'm doing. I know the game. I, I know who's authentic. I know who's pushing bullshit. And so I found this channel called Sailing Zatara, which is so far off from what I do. And it's so refreshing. They're a family that is on a boat. They sold everything they had, like their house. Wow. And they bought a boat. And they, even their kids are on there. They go to school on the boat. And wow. they, they, they're doing like the circumference of the world. And it's so friggin' fun to watch them do, do it. it, you know? Because it's so unique and so different. Yeah. And I, it's so true, man. Like, you don't know where... They can go with that. Like, that's 
Yeah. I remember like back with that Steve Jobs thing of he's saying like connecting the dots. He took in university one of just a, a random course he took. Like, you know, I always have to take that one yeah, random yeah, course. It's like a bird course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he took like a calligraphy course. Yeah. And he got so interested in, in calligraphy and everything. Yeah. And then when he released the Mac, one of the things that like he introduced that was so new is different fonts on computers. So he ah. was like, without me having to go through to calligraphy class, right? It would have taken much longer for someone to realize fonts on like a word document 100 you know 100%. so it's like <clears throat> we can thank i guess steve jobs for taking a calligraphy class <laughs> that would then he would make the computer that would use calligraphy that it's just it's nuts how things get connected with the trust of, you know this we look at someone's biography and we think that's the roadmap to where they're getting yeah no it's not the, like the roadmap it does not exist yet you're writing the roadmap Exactly. When it worked for someone, it doesn't mean if you follow every step, it's going to work for you. Because I hate to say it, but luck and timing comes into play as well. Yeah. And people seeing it and people not seeing it. Like, all of that matters. I could follow the legit lifestyle that Jimmy Fallon had. Yeah. Will I have The Tonight Show by 38 or whatever he is? No. Yeah. I can almost guarantee no. Because... Just the time, like the times when he started versus the times now, like comedy is even different now, you know? I mean, I don't know his roadmap, but I'm, yeah, I'm just picturing someone trying to replicate like Ellen's thing of like someone like becomes a comedian and they just, they come out yeah, they and come they out. just expect like their shit own to show, tank. man. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> well, but even now though, it's like you look at it, would that happen to Ellen nowadays? Probably no not. No way, no. Because it's so much more accepted. Yeah. You know, so. It, timing, man. It's, timing it's, and luck. And it's timing. Wherever you want to get to, it's totally different. It's a whole new episode today versus what it was when someone you admired did it. You know? Yeah. It's completely different. There it is. I feel better. I honestly feel lighter, man. I feel Dang. lighter. So how did so you ready. come to Shrink Dan? And <laughs> I don't like that name. <laughs> how <laughs> Shrinky Dan? Shrinky uh, D's. Do so. Quick question: Speaking of shrinks, uh, you see a therapist. Do you always feel lighter after this? Do you always? Do you not always yeah. feel lighter? Yeah. Is this uh, like? Here's the thing: When I see a therapist, yes, I there's weird always, transition. My bad, but there's always a sense of light. Um, you know, when you use terminologies like lighterness, people will expect them to feel physically lighter. You know, it's yeah. it's a mental thing. Like, yes, I feel cleansed in a way. And yeah. all, all she does is listen, you know? Um, so most times after when I'm driving home, I don't have the radio on. I just, I'm so just thinking about process. Mm. It's kind of like I'm baking in what we just talked about. Then there's times where I have like breakthroughs where it's like, we'll talk about something and it'll just click. And I'll be like, oh my God, this is all making sense. Wow. You know, it's kind of like you're building a house of cards and some sessions you're building the lower level, the middle level, in some sessions, you're completing the whole deck, and it's just like, whoa, I see it. Wow, man. So I've always, I'm the type that says everyone could use therapy. I'm not saying everyone needs therapy, but I think everyone could go to a therapist and find benefit there. I think for one of the episodes coming up, I really want to do like a phone a therapist type of yeah. situation, you know? Just do like a 10-minute session. Oh, and and oh, I see. Or 15-minute session? But I guess the it first session is always, man. Yeah. Like, 
like the person you are in therapy has to be unfiltered at all. Yeah. Uh, nothing, no guards up because therapy helps you when you're as honest and as open with it's your problem. Open space. If you go in there, you're like, no, nah, it's, I'm actually fine. Things are that bad. When it's like, things are really bad. You're only hurting yourself. So I know for me, if I did a therapy session, 15 minutes publicly, people would be like, what the hell, man? Like Dan is, he's so calm. He's so yeah. serious. He's very, he's using these terminologies that he never really uses. Yeah. Because that's what they're different. For. Yeah, yeah. It's different. It's different. It's like a, yeah. Unfiltered side. Yeah. I'm wanting to try it. You should, you yeah. should try it hundred percent. Damn. You feel better though? I do. I do. You still feel lazy? <laughs> nah. <laughs> this really helped you that much, eh? <laughs> no, no, it, it's true. Like lazy was like a different word, you know. It's not yeah, I word. think so. I think you know. Yeah, I felt like a, a snapshot of time of being unproductive, but I shouldn't look at the snapshot of it. I should just kind of zoom out and look at the whole picture exactly and how these that. times will help. Exactly that. The snapshot people think is the whole picture. Yeah. And it's like, no. It's not, though. You're shooting in 4K, but you think you're shooting in 480. <laughs> you just got to zoom out, we'll baby. go with that. No, and honestly, like right after this podcast records, we're going to, I'm going to go down to some restaurants, you know, shoot some pictures. Maybe you'll get free food. Maybe. We'll see. Let me know. <laughs> we'll do it. All right. Later, guys. Love y'all.